five nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa. Saying no to something and feeling guilty is one mm. thing I imagine most of us have gone through. Mm. But I think, like, I, I, I could be wrong, but, but like, why... Why does that even exist? Why would we feel guilty about saying yes or no? It's primarily because of who we are as people. So picking up from the conversation last week, we're conditioned to avoid confrontation, for example. So if it's a family member that's asking for something that you really don't feel like doing, but you also know how they get, how they're going to call all the aunties up and tell them, yeah, we're going to smash. He's forgetting, you know, that we raised him, etc., etc. So because you want to avoid confrontation, you end up saying yes when you actually want to say no. Um, in other circumstances, it's just the programming that we get as we're growing up. You should always be helpful towards people, etc., etc. But nobody speaks to us about to what extent. Right, yes. um, and 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 so we grow up thinking that whenever someone shouts for help, then we should avail ourselves, even when it's to our own detriment, and even when it actually places our mental health at risk. So that's partly the reason why we feel guilt. Um, guilt, though, I think it's important that we define things. Smash. Guilt is essentially an emotion that's centered around doing something wrong. So that's how the conditioning comes in. Uh-huh. You are then made, you feel this guilt because you're feeling as though you did something wrong. And yet you just simply place the boundary and you're trying to protect your own mental health or whatever resources that you have. And it comes from a feeling of selfishness uh, because you believe that you're going to hurt someone's feelings. So then you choose to say yes when you actually mean no let's use let's use the right words and i like the fact that you unpack that guilt because you know guilt and shame can be more or less in the same box you know now so feeling bad is also not guilty feeling uncomfortable or anxious is not guilty we've heard people say i signed up to a telemarketer because I felt bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now they're 36 yeah. months deep. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the cost... In, into, into a contract they didn't want to get into. In the do, do you know what I mean? So let's talk about the cost of making that decision based on feeling bad or feeling uncomfortable or anxious. Because now mm. we are moving away from the word guilt which is associated with shame now we are going to use other words that's like oh shame i just wanted to help you know because that's my responsibility i think do you think do you think we are um, designed or brought up in a way for us to shake that off indeed we are uh the mere fact of the matter is you need to remember the fact that it is your responsibility to make a decision it's not your responsibility how people react to the decisions that you make. So if you need to you say, say that you need to say that back again <laughs> for the people at the is back. This the part where I drop I drop a mic. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say it is your responsibility to decide on the specific decision that you take or make, but it's not your responsibility how people react to that decision. So whether you're saying no or you're saying yes, um, how people react to you saying either yes or no shouldn't be your problem. It isn't your problem. So the problem is that we make it our problem when it isn't actually our problem. Um, And that's where the problem starts because what happens is what you're doing is you're taking on the responsibility and it's actually what we call an 
unhealthy responsibility where now you're thinking, if I say no, how is she going to feel or how is he going to feel? And yet, that's not your job. Your job is to either say yes, based on what your interests are, what your capacity to assist is, and whether or not you have the resources and the time and you're able to put in the effort to assist. That's where you should base it, what you should base your decision on. It should never, ever be an emotional decision because the second you make it an emotional decision, you're making yourself prone to abuse. Um, this is how you find... I'll give a classic example. You go to Menlin Shopping Mall, mm-hmm. which you're in California. You find a guy who says to you, spin some story, okay, so I came from KZN and then I got lost and then I don't have birthday, etc. You hand over money, you go back to Menlin next week because the guy has forgotten because that's how he le- makes money. He asks you again, tells you the same story again. And then you realize, oh, flip, I've been taken for a ride because the last time I thought I was helping someone mm. and yet this is just somebody that's actually just calling me. So whatever you do, do not make decisions out of emotions because emotions can easily be manipulated. The whole idea is to remove the, remove the emotion out of it, step mm. back, mm. and then ask yourself, am I able to help? If the answer is yes, perfectly fine, go ahead and help. Um, can I afford to help? And what we mean by afford? It's not just having the financial wherewithal. It's having the emotional capacity as well to actually assist. And by the way, if we're saying you afford to help, what we're saying is that you should not expect to get whatever it is that you're giving back. Oh. So, oh. <laughs> that's what we mean by, by oh. affording. Oh, I want that money to Safwan. <laughs> Bring that <laughs> <laughs> So if, if you want it back, uh. you might run into problems because you might be giving it to somebody that's actually um, incapable of giving it back. And then that's where we have our relations now between family members because now you gave them your last thousand rand and now you're short a thousand when you need to pay rent the time that they promised to give it back has already elapsed and they haven't given it back so whatever you do whether you're helping a family member or um, a stranger make sure it's something you can afford to give away and make sure that because here's the thing smash that people don't actually realize Mm -hmm. at some point when you keep overextending yourself for the sake of other people by saying yes and you're supposed to say no, it then becomes self-sabotage. You're actually cutting yourself up. Yeah. You're self-mutilating. And you know, because, when, no, they're not going to save you. Nobody's going to save you. No, nobody's going to save you. You need to save yourself. Nobody's coming to save us. We need to save ourselves. So if you keep giving other people what you yourself need and what you yourself don't have enough of, you're actually just self-sabotaging um, and you're self-mutilating. And I'm a big advocate of always putting yourself first because, like I said last week, your first responsibility is to yourself. Then and only then can you then look around and think, okay, uh, because I've got excess resources, I can help other people around me. Mm. Here's a WhatsApp text from Marco. Marco says, I had a girl come up to me and she told me she liked me. And the thing is... She really liked me, but I didn't like her that much the same way. But now we are dating. I know oh. a lot. I know a lot of people in this situation. Oh no! Oh no! So what you're saying essentially is that he has been. So I don't want to call it blackmail, but his people-pleasing tendencies have left him in an entire relationship, which could actually evolve into an entire marriage when he actually didn't mean for it to go that way. Do you see what we're talking about? Yeah. That, that inability to say no. 
So what happens is when you say yes, when you actually mean no, eventually you start building resentment towards that particular person because you realize at some point, but why is it that everything that I'm doing for this person is coming at a personal cost to me? And you and touched it on it that, last week, yeah. You touched on it yeah, last week. Mm. Yeah, and it's not being reciprocated in most instances. So there's this individual, I'm giving my all, they keep taking and taking and taking. I have the inability to say, no, you've taken enough. So they just keep taking. Then you wake up one day, you are 40 or 50 years old, and you don't recognize the person sleeping next to you, and you realize where that relationship started and how it started, and suddenly there's this overwhelming sense of resentment towards that person. Um, he could easily have said, oh, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate the fact that you like me. I would rather we become friends, for example. Mm. So I was, he could have found multiple ways of not ending up in a whole relationship that he actually doesn't want to be in. Sure. Marco, I, I hope you, you heard Sean loud and clear. Um, I was just reading out the text that uh, you sent through on the 5FM WhatsApp line. Actually, Smash, yes. let, let's throw a curveball to, to, to all Marco so that he knows what we're talking about. Mm. So what if another girl comes tomorrow and says the same thing? He's already in one relationship. So what if someone else walks up to him tomorrow and says the exact same thing? I like you. Is he still going to take on that person? Oh, that's, where, that's interesting. Where, where is the limit? Yeah, where is the limit? Where do you actually say stop the bus? Oh man. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you one last question and uh, you're you're more than welcome to throw something at, at, at the listener uh, as we close. I mean, we are going to be here for the next part 3 and part 4. The last question to to you is one's inability to say yes or no with conviction comes from lack of knowing self can one uh-huh. assume that or is it uh, something that is possible if you Indeed. do not if you do not know self you might also lack with your convictions regarding your yes and no's and what they mean so it's two pronged yes it's definitely in my opinion a lack of self-awareness mm. but i also feel that over and above that it's a lack of self-mastery so what we're saying is you're in a position in which you don't know where you stand with regards to the values, the belief systems that you hold. And as a result, you are, as Ufik Mbalula would say, wishy-washy, right? Mm. Like, blow with the wind. So if somebody walks in and then makes a request, you don't even have the self-respect for you to stop and think and consider that request and ask yourself, do I have the capacity? You quickly answer yes. So it's people-pleasing. Um, it's a lack of self-awareness. It's also a lack of self-mastery because then maybe guilt eats you up and you're not able to actually stand up for what you believe in. So there's a whole lot of work that needs to go into you understanding who you are as a person and you putting yourself first and making sure that you tend to yourself first before you worry about everybody else. I love that. Smash Africa on 5.